Doug Tyrrell, History and Comment is available on iTunes. Hello, friends. I'm Doug Tyrrell. This is History and Comment for Monday, the 17th day of July, 2023. Demaeus II is elected Pope in 1048, largely on the endorsement of the Emperor Henry III. He serves for just 24 days before he dies. The Catholic Church of that period was not as independent as it is today, and there were several periods that had multiple popes. Some accounts say Demaeus was poisoned by rivals, but the modern thought is he died of malaria. 24 days is not the record. Six others had shorter reigns. Two of those were never coronated. Interestingly, St. Peter the Apostle is considered the longest head of the church, though the dates are not certain, but range from 34 to 38 years, depending on the year of his death. The royals, and most any of the well-endowed, tend to throw big parties. In 1717, King George I sails down the River Thames on a barge with a 50-piece orchestra that is premiering Handel's water music, written for the event. We might give the king some points, as in a way it was a public concert for the common folks along the banks. There were some thoughts that the king was trying to make a public show to upstage his son and future king, who was known for his lavish lifestyle. It is a side note, but George II and III were both born in Germany. As I have often stated, the concept of royals in Europe is more about a close ruling elite than nationalism. I'm quite certain that my lineage is more closely tied to historic England than King Charles's. In 1771, European explorer Samuel Hearn was leading an expedition in the Nunavut region in the far north of Canada. He was working for the Hudson Bay Company and looking for copper deposits. He has a group of Chippewian guides, and they go off script and massacre about 20 Inuits to the horror of Hearn. The Chippewan seemed to find the affair great fun. Spain had settled Florida. On this day in 1821, they cede the territory to the United States. Florida, being outside of U.S. control and distant from Spain, had become an outpost for a wide range of folks looking to harass or escape the United States, prompting the U.S. to negotiate with Spain for the region. Spain had found little value there, and it was becoming a burden to them also. Harvard University opens the first dental school linked to a university in 1867. Nippon Electric Company, now known simply as NEC, is organized on this day in 1899 as a joint venture between a Japanese company and a foreign one, in this case, Western Electric. The goal was to build telephone equipment for the Asian market. NEC remains a major player in the computer and chip markets. The news this morning is full of stories of high temperatures. In 1902, Willis Carrier creates the first air conditioner. The device did lower humidity, but functioned quite differently than the current practice where air is passed across a cold coil. In fact, the device was more for purifying the air than cooling. King George V makes news in 1917 when he proclaims that males in the British royal family will henceforth carry the surname Windsor. This was a major departure as prior to this time, surnames were almost unknown among royals. It was also to distance the British royal family from the close ties to Germany during World War I. The Mountbatten name was added to the Windsor in the early 70s. Surnames that usually move along male lines are an issue when there is a queen. Mountbatten was the late Prince Philip's family.
The RMS Carpathia made news in 1912 when she rescued survivors of the Titanic sinking. Six years later, she's back in the news when she is sunk off of Ireland by German U-boats. The early days of aviation were wild and woolly, but by 1938, they were becoming more civilized and regulated. Douglas Corrigan was caught up by the new craft and was formally trained as a pilot and aircraft mechanic. He had made a couple of transcontinental flights, but had several times been denied authorization for a transatlantic flight. On this day in 1938, he takes off from a Brooklyn, New York airstrip with a published intent of returning to the West Coast. Instead, he flies 28 hours and lands in Ireland, claiming the poor visibility caused him confusion. He will afterwards be known as Wrongway Corrigan. In the closing days of World War II, Allied leaders Churchill, Truman, and Stalin meet in the German city of Potsdam to decide the future of post-war Germany. Disneyland in California opens and is dedicated by Walt Disney on this day in 1955. Walt did not rest on his laurels. Nine years later, he began secretly buying up land for a much grander project in central Florida. Project Florida was kept a secret even as a list of dozens of holding companies were buying up huge tracts of land for high prices. Rumors were the actual buyer was either Howard Hughes or one of the other aircraft companies. Walt was disappointed when he realized he did not buy enough open land for Disneyland. It was surrounded by tacky hotels and tourist traps. Florida would be different. Disney owns almost 30,000 acres in Florida, with the four parks only using 1,000, and less than a quarter is developed. 1975, the first U.S.-Soviet space project takes place when a craft from both projects dock in orbit. In the 1976 Summer Olympics are tainted when 25 African teams boycott because of New Zealand. The issue was the Kiwis had participated in South African events during apartheid. 1984, the national drinking age is raised to 21. Beyond the essence of the ruling, both pro and con, this is a perfect example of federal overreach and the golden rule. Not the one in the Bible, but the one that says, He with the gold rules. There is no authority that grants the federal government this power. In fact, powers not specifically granted to the federal government in the Constitution are reserved to the states. But the feds have found a way around this inconvenient truth. They have very deep pockets of money, or at least they have borrowed huge sums, which they dispense to the states, often in the form of highway money. They simply tell the states, you will enact laws or we will not give you federal highway money. This was the case of the 1984 National Minimum Drinking Age Act. There are a long list of birthdays today. Hymn writer Isaac Watts in 1676, known for hundreds of still popular hymns, the one you most likely know is the Christmas carol, Joy to the World. Browse through your church hymnal for others. Fifth Vice President, Elbridge Jerry in 1744. He is where the political term gerrymandering came from, where congressional districts have distorted boundaries to skew their political balance. Mechanical engineer Ephraim Shea in 1839. Shea invented the strange locomotive that bears his name and was useful in logging railroads. It utilized flexible trucks with small wheels 
and a flexible drive shaft linking each axle to a series of steam pistons. In a strange twist, the Shea locomotives were built in Lima, Ohio, which is the birthplace of actress and comedian Phyllis Diller, born on this day in 1917. Diller was known for her outlandish hair and clothes and a cackling laugh. English car designer John Cooper is born in 1923. His name continues in the Mini Cooper line. Canadian actor Don Sutherland is 88 today. He has played a very long list of roles, usually quirky ones. The two I best remember are Hawkeye Pierce in the MASH movie, far darker than the character played by Alan Alda in the TV series, and Ronald the Pyromaniac in the film Backdraft. He is also the father of actor Kiefer Sutherland. If you recall 70s music, you may know the name Spencer Davis. He was born on this day in 1939 in Wales. He had a part in launching the career of 80s artist Steve Winwood. Queen Camilla is 76. I still have a hard time with that affair, and that's an accurate term for it. And finally, the lesser-known sibling, Lucy Arnez, is 72. She's the second child of Lucille Ball and Desi Arnez. That's history and comment for the 17th day of July. I'm Doug Terrell. Now, go do something worth remembering.